you're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Episode 156. These intros, Brock, are getting more and more creative as the weeks go on. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's we bring you that juicy, juicy content to the point that I just don't look in the camera. (laughs) Well, you couldn't see me if you tried. I, I look. I all week I plan. What am I going to say this week? What am I going to? How am I going to start the show this week? That is a complete lie. Uh, I was planning mm-hmm. on you starting the show, and then you said you do it. I'm in. I'm in uh, work on location mode. You're flying after we record this. You're on, you're going to be on a plane ride. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. How long? I'm, how I'm long Mr. is Mr. World? <laughs> how long is the plane ride going to be? Uh, it's the maritime, so I think it's just over two hours. And- so I think, but the time change, it's like. I land at midnight. I think it's like three hours in time. <laughs> but then when I fly back, it's less. Like, yeah. Science. Science rules. You're going there for work. And I got to remind yeah. you right off the bat, make sure you call your WGR <laughs> when, when you're on this trip. Uh, yep. And also call me every once in a while as well. because uh, No way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even bring my phone number with you. <laughs> That's right. I, <laughs> uh, this is the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm James. He's Brock. We're talking Star Wars. And we have a lot of fun doing so. Thank you, everybody, for all of your uh, wonderful support, uh, for following us on the social medias, for supporting us on Patreon, and for joining us weekly on YouTube or uh, wherever you get your podcast, be it Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeart uh radio um and google whatever it is there's a bunch of them you could you'll find you'll find us if you search rebel scum podcast uh oh yeah and only if you search rebel scum podcast if you type in star wars you'll find really really bad podcasts about star wars yeah not even one (laughs) i'm just joking you'll find a lot of our friends over there Mm. (laughs) 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 you won't find I, the Den of Nerds on Apple Podcasts. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that much. He has no <laughs> podcast. He hasn't taken over that part of the world yet. It's working, oh, no. It's working his thre- way through YouTube. Uh, busy week in Star Wars. First of all, I don't know if you guys, if anybody had a chance to see it, but our vote of no confidence, Knights of Ren versus the Praetorian yeah. Guards, massive uh, hit. We'll announce the winner. Uh, later on the show because people had have spoken uh, online they have let us know their feelings on it so there is a winner uh, but but gotta give a shout out to uh, to Charlie and Rob for really bringing their a game yeah. on that one yeah it was great doing that with them and I'm like wow Rob has a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> and he just came back from karate too you'd figure he would just be like crap ready to crash and burn but he was ready to to take someone else out. <laughs> came back from karate. Came back from karate. Uh, uh, and they both have podcasts. You could check them out. Star Wars Through the Ages is Charlie's and uh, Bring the Pain is Rob. So check those ones out. Also, I think wherever you get your podcasts also. So Ooh. yeah, there you go. Uh, but it was a lot, a lot of fun doing that. A winner announced later on. Big week in Star Wars though. Star Wars goes silent. And then and then all of a sudden, you know, you get that the news springs up. And and the only I only trust a few uh, trust a few uh, outlets now, Brock, like Hollywood Reporter, Variety, you know, like the legit brands, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I obviously there's a new uh, thing that dropped on Friday, and then I didn't see, and it was reported from the Hollywood Reporter first, I believe. But everybody kind of took it and made their own story up about it, and we're gonna do the same. Yeah. But everybody kind of did that, so you want to. Bring everybody up to speed with what that was. Uh, well, they announced a c- couple new uh, writer directors. Uh, of course, I don't have it open. Google Homes, and now this is throwing off my whole flow. 
I can't remember the names. Otherwise, J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens, who yeah. have been doing a lot of projects. I think Dillard did a lot of Blumhouse stuff. Or do yeah, I? Yeah, he did a movie called Slight. And uh, I don't remember hearing. What was that movie about? That movie I saw. The movie was. A f- I think it's like four or five years old now. Something like that. I can't remember. But it's. Uh, it was. It reminded me. It was okay. Um, it was good. It wasn't. It was kind of like mm. I'll just say right off the bat, this hiring of him, if he's hired or whatever, reminded me a lot of Josh Trank. Uh, mm. Not that they're okay. the same person, but but Slight is very Chronicle esque, low budget superhero y. Little. Yeah, I love. Yeah, you might like Slight. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know mm. if it was as good. You know, I haven't seen it in a while, but I don't think it was as good as Chronicle. Um, but it, but is it, it about? Is it about magicians like sleight of hand? Yes, yeah, and he has like a superpower type thing. I give you the sleight of prestige. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a pretty good movie mm-hmm. though, and uh, it I vision. I thought it was a very, it's very low budget, but I thought um, he made mm. it look. I thought it was a really nice looking movie, to be honest. So this, it, it, but it, the hi, this hiring reminded me a lot of that, but but it, it reminded me more like Josh Trank going into Fantastic Four. More than going into mm. into the Boba Fett movie, when he was like in a different place mentally. Um, not that I know anything about the headspace of this guy. Like I've never met him, but that's yeah, yeah. it reminded me of somebody who who came off, is coming off of a, a low budget sci fi uh, movie, very uh, you know a good movie, an in- intriguing movie to say the least. And they're like, okay, we'll put our faith in there, but not their total faith yet. Mm-hmm. The way this article is going, right? It's like they're hired to develop something. Yeah. It's not Josh Trank or Ryan Johnson or JJ Abrams, like, you're all in! Or Trevorrow, even like, all in, you're doing it all. It's kind of like develop <laughs> it. We'll see what happens along the way. Well, I think it's uh, one big topic of this is like diversity because I believe they're both black. I believe. Mm-hmm. I know that's one of the things that Hollywood Reporter was pushing. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's diversity. Let's do it. I, I don't. <laughs> as long as you have a big, big, uh, good idea, like who cares? At the end of the day, um, <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound very. <laughs> 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 I'm just, I'm just sitting back with you know, my mouth shut. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm always interested in new hot talent uh, because the I think in Star Wars in general, the success is based around here's an unknown and here's a cool story so it's like that's all you need so an unknown actor an unknown director producer whatever like the least the less i know about you the better mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great i mean i couldn't tell you what a single other movie besides Rogue one like gareth edwards <laughs> godzilla Wait, i enjoyed oh yes that's right there you go so yeah it's i guess it's always nice to have like, oh, they did this, and you're like, oh, okay, so that's that's I've seen that movie. That was pretty, mm-hmm. that was decent. Good deal. That was a movie. You made a movie. <laughs> so these people have like a resume, which is good. So, are they both directors? I, I that part, I, I read the article. Uh, I swear, no, only Dillard is, and I think it was his, uh, Matt Owens. Is it Matt Owens who did? He was a a writer on uh, Luke Cage and Agents of Shield. Okay. Which this is this is where I gotta go before we get into the. The topic of our title here, Brock, which we have to get to. This is where I think this could yeah. be a Disney Plus series. Because yeah. you look at, okay, you look at, he was a writer on Luke Cage, Netflix series. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a uh, network mm. series. Okay, so he knows the inner workings of a series. Got it. Mm. But when you have the director of Slight, low-budget sci-fi horror, sci-fi, so a sci-fi film, right? Mm. All of a sudden, you say, "Okay, well, the Mandalorian works in that regard as well, right? It's a low budget. Style. I mean, it's a high budget, but it's but it's low budget essentially. And you know, they might not want to put ten million dollars into the next Star Wars TV series. They might not want to. So, I think that's where Disney Plus series kind of, kind of for me seems like it's at the forefront here. Plus, you know, you have your Feige, your Johnsons, your Taika Waititi. Who knows what's going on in the movie world?" Uh, so that's where this could could lie. But I mean, again, 
zero information is known on this other than they've kind of been hired to develop something. Sick. I mean, look at where George Lucas's roots are. You know, he made an amazing movie with almost almost nothing, right? So, yeah, I feel like that should be proving points. Like, okay, you need to make a movie. I don't. Do you think there's any point when they talk to these new directors, these new new writers, these artists? They say, okay, is it what is your idea, or are they going okay? you can work in this part of the Star Wars galaxy or this part. Is it? That's a really good question. I hope it's, what's your idea? I hope they don't pigeonhole them to like, you have to do something here. Like, cause then it's your creativity shot, which is why I think someone like Ryan Johnson would really flourish when he gets, if he ever gets his own trilogy or movie or whatever, it's like, but just do what you want. He's like, okay. Cause you get to work in that sandbox without being tied down. Cause I mean, 79 were sequels, and everybody loves Rogue One. Everybody, I mean, Rogue One's kind of a a sequel, prequel type thing, but it's not really. It's kind of on its own. Like, the characters have no ties to anything other than they have to get yeah. the Death Star plans to the Rebellion, yeah. right? Um, I hope, I hope it's just, what's your idea? And I hope they came in with something interesting. I mean, this could also be Lucasfilm being like, let's look at resumes and hire people based on their mm. resume. Do you think it's important for these people coming in to be Star Wars fans? Uh, I think so. Uh, I think it's necessarily a winning combination if you're a Star Wars fan. But I think you need to understand it. So I would assume a fan would understand it the best. I mean, look what Favreau's doing. And like, mm-hmm. like I can't wait. Like, I hope Favreau makes a couple more Star Wars projects. I can't wait to read like a biography on like his his whole viewpoint of the Star Wars. I think he could be that person. I, I mean, I'm not trying to get too ahead of the game because you know maybe Mandalorian season two won't be that good, but season one was pretty awesome. So yeah. Um, but like going back to what like they expect from these people, I kind of I agree with you. It's nice. Like I have an idea. Here we go. But <clears throat> I think. There needs to be a structure of what the next thing is. And I think that's why they're kind of being tight-lipped right now. Because it's like, oh, Star Wars, like Rise of Skywalker didn't go what the way we wanted it, ideally. I think it's like it's a it's a hard choice now because it's like, yes, you let Favreau do what he wanted and look what he made. And then you let JJ do what he wanted and Ryan do what he wanted and look what they made. So it's like I think it's not a terrible thing to be like, okay. We want, we like what you do. This is what we would like you to do as a project, and not give them like a huge like outline. Just be like, this is you're going to talk about this. Well, that's yeah. why I think. Do well, that's why I think when they're like high, let's say High Republic, four hundred years before all this, they're like, yeah. go work in that. That that for me is fine. Like go work because then you can tell any story you want. It's just yeah, okay. it's just the time period i think if they're like yeah yeah you could do a movie but it has to be about han solo in his 40s you're like well well he's you know he's married to leia and then like there's you you got to tell a certain story so i i agree there needs to be some direct there obviously needs to be direction they need to figure that out but at the same time maybe the direction is let this new crop of talent come in and mold something like the mandalorian bob Iger said in that in the shareholder meeting there's going to be spinoff shows based on the Mandalorian. That wasn't mm. the, like, I don't think when they made the Mandalorian, they were like, well, you know what? Well, Cara Dune and Grief Karga and Baby Yoda, they're all going to have their own show. But now if yeah. they all had their own show, we would all wake up Friday morning at 3 a.m. to watch those shows right away. There'd be no hesitation yeah. on those because we know them and we love those characters. And I think if you let filmmakers do the same thing, that's how Star Wars started. It started with this movie called Star Wars. And people are like, that was amazing. Yeah. Then George Lucas is like, all right, well, now I can make another one. I'll keep making it. And he made another one. He kept making them. Now all of a sudden, Star Wars is bigger than the original three movies. There are people that don't even like the original trilogy, but love Star Wars. That's the world yeah. we're living in right now is Star Wars has surpassed Star Wars for what Star Wars is. So I say, just let somebody come in and be like, this is my movie idea. Pitch the movie. If it's mm. If it's good, make it. And if people, yeah. if people, if it resonates with the with the audience, with the fan base, you make another one. If it doesn't, you're like, well, that was a one off, and no worse for wear. I think it's entering into the the 
the neighborhood of like the Bond series where maybe they don't all link together, but there is a kind of like whatever. And then there's, because it's been around for so long, some people are like, oh, my Bond is Pierce Brosnan. No, no, my Bond is uh, uh, Timothy Dalton. Or no, I, I, it's like, oh, I can only watch the stuff with, um, what's the current Bond? Oh God! I, I, isn't it amazing how I'm just terrible at remembering names? Who's the current Bond right now? Uh, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, but you know what I mean, layer right? Like cake. it's like it's layer cake. You layer cake, yeah. But like now we're entering a territory where it's like, oh, I actually prefer these newer ones, and and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with it. You're at least talking about the same thing. So yeah, I'm like it's exciting. Uh, what do you what do you think they're gonna do? Like. What's the buzz on the internet? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I like, I'm just like, where's this? Is this Feige thing actually happening? Is the Johnson thing happening? Yeah, yeah. Like Johnson's all in on Knives Out too. That was greenlit and he's, you know, like, so that's further along than his Star Wars thing. Um, yeah. And like I said, this story that we just read sounded like it was going to be a Disney Plus series. However, the hope on the internet, Brock, I would yeah. have to believe because all the reports seem to say that this this new movie was it was a movie is going to be taking place on Exegol about the Sith acolytes or whatever on Exegol. And when I looked at that, I said nonsense. I mean, look, you make a movie on Exegol, that's fine. But immediately, I thought. If they did that, that could be a ballsy way to bring back everyone's favorite dark side son, grandson, grandson. Yeah. Ben Solo. Avid press. Oh. Oh. Wow. Look, the, the twi- <laughs> Twitter, Twitter wants uh, Ben Solo back. And I will side Akbar for a second, Brock. I, I went to the movies this past weekend. This guy finally saw a movie. First time oh. since... The Rise of Skywalker. I saw Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. It's the best movie of the year. <laughs> it's way better than Birds of Prey. <laughs> I don't know why there's a big debate over Birds of Prey and Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, but... they would be like, they're not similar in any way, but like, they would be, that would be a fun double feature because they're just both fun movies. But I would argue that Sonic is just a little bit more but enjoyable. Like, but they're completely different. I, I don't know why people are so hot in Sonic, man. Who cares? Anyway, yeah, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Had a yeah. wonderful time with it. Uh, Stay for that mid credit mm-hmm. scene because it was the best uh, best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was it was, great. it was a good time in the theater. And um, what happened because of Twitter? They changed Sonic's appearance. I mean, it was more than just Twitter, but I'm going to narrow it down to shrink it to. Yeah. But they changed his appearance. Although I saw an interview with Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey kind of made it sound like he wasn't too happy with the original design either. Anyway, mm. uh, so they changed the design, and it was, and it worked out for the movie. Ninja Turtles. I still think when the they listened to the fans about Shredder, it didn't. You know, it was whatever. Uh, it made Out of the Shadows yeah. better, but it didn't really improve the first movie too much. Now you have a chance, Lucasfilm, to listen to the fans one more time or for the first time for you and say, look, they want Ben Solo back. You could give them one, a one-off movie or a Disney Plus series, Ben Solo on Exegol after he vanishes. Aaron Quinton has a theory where he was in the world between worlds because uh, Exegol has some kind of matter with that. Like there's a connection between the two. Um, so I don't know. It just it seems like an opportunity now if they wanted to to pull Ben Solo out and do it uh, this way and, and give the fans the fan service that they want. Yeah, you know what? Like, I hate to say it, I kind of agree with Aaron. The <laughs> <laughs> world, like, I don't hate it. Um, I don't think it's the next movie though. Uh, but Ben Solo, yeah. I mean, if you can get Adam Driver to come back. It's a no-brainer. Let's do it, and then we kind of get. Though, does that just does not not destroy? That's a t- terrible word. Does that take away from the ending of Rise of Skywalker? Where well, he is dead. The end. So my feeling on it, I did a video on Scavenger Scum. You can see that where I kind of feel like it was the Leia thing. It could take away from that. However, all you have to have is a line. Of, the thing with all of these movies is a line of dialogue handles everything. 
Thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, too. I think a lot of people are, like, hinging on, like, well, they don't talk that much in that little bit there. So it's, like, it's ambiguous. I'm like, I don't know if that's ambiguous or just dramatically. Like, yeah, exactly. You know but like if he was like, hey, go ahead. but no, but if like say there's a line down and he goes, he goes, my mother, my mother did this so that I could accomplish X. And the movie is about him accomplishing X to solve mm. some greater matter or something that needs to be taken care of. I don't know. Um, they did say it was the end of the Skywalker saga. Uh, and, and Palpatine makes it clear that Ben Solo is the last Skywalker. So I think that's when you come to a problem, which again is the stupid, stupid marketing campaign of the Skywalker saga has come to an end. Like that's when you get into trouble. But again, you know, Aaron Quinton sent me a tweet uh, the other day holding that DVD, the Blu-ray box, the first Blu-ray box set, the complete saga when it has all six movies. He's like, well, they've done it before. And I was like, yeah, I mean, in fairness, though, they never anticipated the Disney acquisition, really, right? So, yeah. But at the same time, they have done it before, and I think that's, and I think that's why the marketing didn't necessarily work for this movie is because no one believes that it's the end. So if nobody's mm-hmm. believing it's the end, just go ahead and make another one anyway. But if you do it on Disney Plus, then technically it's not really the Skywalker saga; it's a, it's a PS. Yeah, it's like post Skywalker. PS, <laughs> PS post Skywalker. But I was, as we were, as we were just talking, I was like, wouldn't it? How crazy would it have been if the ending were like? The old woman comes up. And she's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm Ray." Ray, who? Ray Skywalker. They get rid of the old woman. She still looks off in the distance. Like maybe he's like, "I don't know, BB. What do we do next?" And then she sees Luke and Leia in Force Ghosts, and they're like, "For an adventure," or something. Walks off, and then and then you pan over to Luke and Leia, and then Leia's like, "So is this the end?" <laughs> And Luke says, no, there is another. And then credit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Mark Hamill would have eaten that up. I think if you showed that to some people, they'd be like, (laughs) yeah. And it's so in that that folks, that's ambiguity. You're like, what does that mean? And that's why you come back. Uh, I don't think I would like that, but I would be like. If you sold it to me the first go, I'd be like, oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm for, you know, I'm just like mm. marketing aside. I'll probably get that nine disc. See, that's the thing. I'll probably get that nine disc box set at some point because it's cool. It's fun to have and whatever, whatever, whatever. But, but I'm sick of the marketing. Star Wars is, is above. I mean, it, it's not. Above, okay. Star Wars, I'm going to say is above marketing in terms of in regards to like the films and whatnot. Like they are what they are. Where people are going to go see them. Regardless of how you present it, they're not above putting their stickers on bananas and apples and stuff like that. Like that's <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. But but th- people are going to go see Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker was going to make a billion dollars regardless of its mark. Whether it was the last Skywalker or it was the beginning of the next Skywalker saga, it was going to make that billion dollars. I think, and I think they they made a mistake referring to it as the end of the Skywalker saga, uh, just because they were afraid because after the box office. Uh, of solo. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. I will say the director of Slay it it excites me. Um like there's no word that he'll be directing this movie. Could just be or a series could just be writing it. Um but I like I said I am excited. It did remind me of the Josh Trank uh situation because I loved Chronicle. I thought Chronicle was great. Fantastic four. We watched Brock, you and I together and uh did we? We did, and we well. Good thing you forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we were like, it can't be that bad. And the first half, we're like, it's not that bad. And then we were like, what just happened? <laughs> um, but but look, he was a, uh, and I think Trank was somebody who at the time looked like he was going to have a really good future. Yeah, in filmmaking. Uh, and I'm hoping that maybe they found uh the diamond in the rough right now. Maybe, yeah. You know what I like? I've been rewatching Clone Wars because the new season came out. Um, and it's funny when you watch the credits, like it's directed, each episode is di- directed by differently, but obviously Filoni is like yeah. the main guy. But it's kind of, uh, it's interesting that we never talk about, oh, what about these directors of individual episodes? I understand that's how a show works, but like we don't talk about those. Like, it, we like the Mortis series of episodes. Is that Filoni specific? I, I should have actually <laughs> looked this up before I said it. 
But you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of people working on these projects. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the captain is important, but like we're not giving credit to everyone. So it's like there's tons of talent out there that are probably uh making making our ideal Star Wars stories, but we're not registering them. We're like, oh that's well, that was good. Filoni, you get the 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 attention. And he does. Don't get me wrong. I love Dave Filoni. Give him more stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, it seems kind of... We're kind of doing it with Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, I think it's live uh, action versus animated, right? That's true. But still, like, I don't know. I, I know it's that's it's a whole other debate. But, like, Clone Wars, what they've done with that show, it's, you know, it's you can't just... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, but I'm all... It's, it's like we let an old man run this show for however long. George Lucas. And some people are like... I'm re- I'm listening to a podcast called Newcomers where two comedians watch Star Wars for the first time. And like, it's funny when they have their guests on. They're like, oh yeah, this is where like George Lucas went crazy when they talk about the prequels and stuff like that. And it's like... It's a group effort. But even that, that's not right of me to criticize George Lucas because he had a huge support. Well, it was his money also. As in, Irwin Ir- Kirshner, like, that's Empire Strikes Back right there. You know what I mean? So I think we need to talk more about, uh, like, the team effort. But obviously, like, How dare I'm you? excited. Yeah, no, it's a team. Sorry. Ryan Johnson ruined my childhood and J.J. Abrams ruined <laughs> Star Wars. That's how the cookie crumbles no it's absolutely a team effort i don't think people understand how much of a team effort it is and that's why i think honestly when it came to solo that's why lord and miller i think didn't work out because they are used to a different system Mm. than star wars allows for it has nothing to do with talent it just has to do with the environment that you're put in you could be the best baseball player but if you are putting on skates trying to play hockey you could still beat the toronto maple Leafs, but you probably won't beat anybody else that's a jab. Hey, man, they put your Zamboni driver as goalie, and he did good the other night, apparently. Uh, anyone could do well in that if the team doesn't take a shot. <laughs> Just put it out. He did a great job. Uh, anyway, let's move on to Never Tell Me the Odds. Never tell me the odds, James. The odd, the odd, the odd, the odd. Never tell me the odds. That's the, uh, the, odds, the odds from our Patreon. Patreon uh, our Patreon. Who make these never tell me the odds that are the odds of the never tell me's possible. Thank you. You're wonderful. I love all of you. Oh. Slightly more than James. <laughs> I deleted a name, so I hope you have that name. <laughs> uh, I hope so, too. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't delete a name. I added a letter. Okay, if you know where it is, I'm just going to do my usual <laughs> yeah, space. Yeah, you go for it. Go. Heidi Fetter, executive producer. Executive. Executive. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Athon, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Jana Rubio, Austin Scher, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, a rural farm boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner, Thra, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Charlie Skywalker, Gleek Play One, Kayla Davis, Charlotte, Mariah Weekland, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and the Man in Jeans. Den of Nerds. Hi, Josh. Josh uh, sent me a text message at at uh, eight a.m. on Friday. Hey, it's join you up. <laughs> I was join me on the live stream today. I was like, okay, uh, I'm at my day job. <laughs> so I said, no, you join me. And he said, who are you? And he went uh, missing. Before we get into this, you want to say the winner of, of the vote of no confidence from last week? Sure. I don't think I have it in front of me. Do you have it? Yeah. You want me to tell you? Sure. Do you want me to just say it or do you want me to text you so you can announce it? No, just say it. <laughs> the winner of the vote of no confidence as voted by the fans i don't there's no numbers it's just whoever clearly there was one uh and that was facts over rap the praetorian guards defeated the knights of ren uh however uh, a lot of people were very very thrilled with rob's uh energy 
and, and we had a, but I think all in all, people had a very good time. It was very entertaining. So, congratulations, yeah. Charlie Skywalker, uh, for bringing in the facts over the rap. Maybe next time we'll reverse it, and Charlie will have to do the rap, and Rob will have to do the facts. <laughs> or maybe they'll all just rap, and we'll have like an eight mile t- type rap off. I think Rob should make a, th- a, a theme song for us. It would be so great. I'll talk to him about yeah. that. <laughs> If he listens to this, he's probably like, like he'll probably record and just send it, and it'll be like, whoa. And it'll be like, here's lots, lots of facts and lots of fun, and don't forget, you're always rebel scum. Boom. Um. All right. Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by Patreon. Thank you for all of your support, Patreon yeah, friends. You guys, you guys are the best. Uh, you you uh, you give us a reason to shine, <laughs> like a diamond, bright like a diamond. Shine bright like hashtag. Rihanna. Neil Diamond. I hope he's okay. Why? What's wrong with him? He has Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, man. Jump in the gun. (laughs) I I did the the kiss to heaven and I just (laughs) naturally assumed that someone's passed away. I'm sorry. He's great. Do not cut this out. This is real. (laughs) This is what you pay for donald oh, donald Faison does a great neil diamond and he was on conan like 15 years ago and he did he yeah. did neil or maybe it was like 10 years ago he did neil diamond singing um uh transformers the transformers theme song you gotta watch that <laughs> donald <laughs> donald Faison of clueless fame and resistance fame and skyline fame and clueless the tv show <laughs> and scrubs and scrubs uh the odds of ray and ben solo appearing on screen together again our first odd the odds of ray and ben appearing on screen together one more time at least one more time uh is there a caveat is it live action is it a cartoon it has to be live action cannot be cartoon okay no animated. I could see it happening if they were to do a new series of movies down the road and they're like, the force is all around us. And then you just see them. Like, maybe it's like years later and Ray is, is RIP, like Neil Diamond. Oh my uh, God. He's coming to America. <laughs> they're coming to Coruscant today. Man, has there been them. a wedding where the drunk, like, uncle or so has been like, get out of the plate, sweet Caroline? And oh, the God. DJ's like, oh, and you're like, just play Probably, the Definitely Boston, a Boston <laughs> person's wedding because they love it at the It's <laughs> true. Today, um, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to do it. I haven't done it in a while. Full Brock. I'm going to go 50-50. I think last week they were all full Brock, weren't they? <laughs> it's like, man, that's kind of a good idea and kind of a bad idea. So it's like. It's it seems lazy, I suppose, unless you're going to make a new story around them. But you've already kind of said you're not going to, and I don't think any of them want to do that. I I, I don't speak for Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. I heard you do, but I don't think they want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go thirty percent. So yeah, I'm gonna go full bright. I went thirty. I don't just it's over. I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt it. I hope like you know the Raylos aren't pissed at me but i don't mean it out of disrespect i just think, no. i just think you know sometimes it's better to move on they, they I think we, their time. we can get books and comics about them yeah like that will definitely like satisfy us so, like, look what look what clone wars did for the prequels that's what yes exactly like i don't want to make it a easy cop-out answer but like it it doesn't Star Wars does that really well with their expanded stuff. It's like oh, that's what Star Wars was made for, unknowingly made for. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, next odd: uh, the odds of a Disney Plus series following Han and Chewie. I guess essentially a uh, hashtag make Solo two happen, but the Han and Chewie uh, a series just them though. There's like no Kira, no Maul, you know, no Enfys Nest, no Moloch, just yeah. just them. Uh, maybe Lady Proxima because she's awesome. Uh, also, so is Moloch. Um, but yeah, Han and Chewie just flying the Falcon around, just having a good time. Uh, I'm going to go 65% because I don't think it's on their, ideally on their radar. I 
want it to be a hundred percent, like just just do it. Eunice, Eunice, we really gotta figure out what his actual name is. Eunice Satamo and Alden Heidrich, they killed it. I was talking to someone about Solo. They're like, eh, the stories, but like they are very, very good in it. And it's like, yeah, just give them something to be those characters in again. It doesn't have to be Solo too. Just whatever. I don't know. I look. I love Solo. I was, I was on the Solo bandwagon before it came out because I'm a believer in Han and Chewie, and uh, I'm gonna go. Sixty-five percent. I'm not. I'm not a huge believer that we're gonna get that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's on there. If it was on, if it was on Lucasfilm's radar, you would think it would already be in development. How hard is yeah. it to develop a movie where you have the two actors in place already? And just like, just have them go running like stuff for Jabba. Just go, like it's easy. It's, yeah. It writes itself. Just, they can improvise on the Falcon. Show up, grab some spice, go over there, drop off the spice, go back. We're all watching. He shoots somebody. Somebody shoots at him. We're go, it, like, you don't need a script. Just go to like a desert. Whatever. I guess like, what are the odds that? Uh, successful season seven of Clone Wars heightens this desire to know about more about Maul because then it's like that alone the Maul storyline is like oh what's gonna happen with that I would watch a second Han Solo movie about oh absolutely it could be a thing but you know what I mean like it's I'm I'd be down for that no matter what because I love yeah. I love Maul anyway. Uh, and our final odd today, the odds of a, the Jedi Council appearing in a live action Star Wars movie or show live action series or movie again any jedi council or the jedi council from the prequels any jedi council it has to be a council of jedi hi i'm gonna go 100 percent whatever wow. this high is like they're gonna have something in it it'd be weird to not have a jedi i mean i we've talked about this before it's like maybe you don't need jedis and stuff but like, i feel like you're really going into a whole new time period where it's like this this gal the galaxy could look a lot different mm-hmm. put a jedi in and like oh i understand what that is so. i would i would love it like i said this i think i said this before i would love it if if the high republic showed the formation of the jedi council like yoda's there to help form yeah. this council it's not there yet but towards the yeah. end of the of the movie or whatever it ends up being you see it they're like we need to form a council because there are threats in in this uh, in this galaxy that are going to need all of the Jedi together as on on like a governmental staff type thing. Right, so, right, right, right. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy percent. Seventy percent. That's what I'm gonna. That's where I'm going to go with that one, Brock. If you don't like where I'm going with it, uh, it's my prerogative. I can just do whatever I want uh, because I can. <laughs> That's the Never Tell Me the Odds. Let us know what your odds are on the comments below. Uh, Brock, Ooh. you ready for the news? You know it. But are you ready for hollow news? Da 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 da. I won't stop singing hollow. My mic's off now. <laughs> It's the remix edition. Anyways, Hollow News, the news you need to know right now. Uh, Have you heard of Fallen Order, the video game? Hugely successful in the last few months, and guess what? It's on sale. Um, Interesting enough, uh, uh, it's it's on sale for $26.79 US dollars on a, a website I've never heard of, CD Keys. So I don't know, maybe... I shouldn't be reporting on this. This You're not buying this directly from an Xbox or PS4 thing. I don't know. Check it out. I'm sure it's on sale. Like uh, these digital, it's digital download, of course, but like, uh, and then also the, the, uh, the deluxe edition I saw it uh, is also at 34 US dollars, which works out to about, I think 40 Canadian dollars. Cause if I had bought it when I looked it up, that's how much it would have been. So that's pretty cool. Like barely a couple months later, some people criticize like, "Oh, what's was something wrong?" But no, that usually means uh, the developer has made their money back, so they're like, "Yeah, just put it lower." So it's like that's exciting that it's done so well. So if you uh, haven't tried Fallen Order, go and get it. It is a nice price right now. And if you have been paying attention to the internet, if you're a toy fan, you probably know that New York Toy Fair happened this week. I don't know if it's still happening. Or last week, rather. Uh, 
and they were really revealing the upcoming <clears throat> upcoming toys. Star Wars was very prominent there, but uh, specifically, there is a retro collection coming out that will focus primarily on the Empire Strikes Back line. Uh, you and it kind of brings back that uh, retro look to it. It even kind of has the 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 design of the cardboard looks like it's pockmarked, like it's been sitting in a closet for years. So it's got that nice thing. So the the, the line is three point seven five inch figures set, set at ten dollars each. Uh, they will be Yoda, Lando, Boba Fett, Hothan, Hoth Leia, and Bespin Luke for the first line. I don't know if they do numerous ones in these retro ones. I think so. They've been really building on the other ones. Um, and in addition to the figures, the retro collection is bringing back the Hoth Ice Planet Adventure board game. The game was first released in 1980 to tie in with the film. And the newest will include an exclusive snow speeder action figure. So they, they get you. Get that board game if you want that figure. Uh, and the game has players traverse the ice planet in hopes of becoming a Jedi and battling Darth Vader. The game costs $25 and is scheduled to go on sale in late April of 2020. Uh, and we talked about briefly uh, this somewhat related, somewhat unrelated, uh, but we were talking about Exicle. Uh, it has been released in a excerpt from the novelization of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker that, that there could be hints there are Jedi worlds and Sith worlds in the unknown regions. For you that don't know, unknown regions are the uncharted parts of the galaxy. That's where they went to with Exegol. That's why they needed a Wayfinder. So this is sort of like the new horizon of like, oh, we need to build new things here. Unknown regions. Uh, the Thrawn series has done a lot of stuff there as well. Uh, but in the in the book, you, there's an excerpt of the scene where Kylo Ren finds a way farm way farmer way fair way finder on darth vader's adopted homeworld of mustafar where it says in not dialogue but just narrative a few plants have been discovered but their populations remain small and their trade with the rest of the galaxy has been throttled by navigational risk the sith and the jedi had found paths through to even more dangerous more hidden worlds or so legend says and the specific Carefully stepped coordinate jumps required to safely navigate the anomalies were among their most closely guarded secrets. So that's pretty fun. It's, as we said, that's amb ambiguity right there. <laughs> uh, I like it. And it makes kind of, it kind of makes sense because, you know, someone adept with a force, maybe they're good pilots. So that's how they get there. And I like the secrecy of it. So that's fun. That comes out soon. I don't have it written down here, but I know I will want to pick up because the novelization of these movies have been pretty great and this has been your hollow news hollow news oh and check out darth vader number one james i bought it and i told you to go read it did you read it yet uh, yep no i have uh, I, I plan to i plan to i just haven't had time i will though you have to you yeah. will love it i highly suggest and then episode or episode issue number three of star wars is coming out this week and there's a lot of spoilers already out on the internet so it's proving to be an exciting possible issue by the so time by the time the public listens to this i will have read that comic oh i know we're like time lords <laughs> <laughs> all right top five top five top five comics james should read what <laughs> oh what avengers <laughs> x-men the genesis x genesis i can't remember the titles of this sir um what is the top five today top james five Pilots, excluding Ray, Luke, Han, excluding like the the big marquee names yeah. from it. Okay, the the little guys, the, the side the side act bars of the world, the best pilots. Are you okay? So it's, you had four names on the rundown. Are you saying there's more than those four names? Well, I mean, if your list is gonna be, oh, I don't know. Like I would say, don't put Lando on the list. Okay. Uh, so can I put Anakin? Can I put Anakin no, on? No, Anakin cannot be on the list. Anakin, okay. Obi Wan's not a pilot, but you can't have Anakin on the list. No, no, no. None of the I should have put no marquee names, <laughs> the lesser names, because we want we want to know. Do you know Star Wars, Brock? Or are you just going to list Han? I can't wait till I say things. And you're like, no, not that one. <laughs> no Anakin. Uh, no one from the prequels. Uh, <laughs> no one from the prequels. <laughs> number one, number five for me. Porkins. 
<laughs> Porkins is a great pilot. Pork, hashtag Porkins deserved better, Brock. <laughs> Porkins deserved better. Uh, what's your number five? Uh, my number five, I'm going to put uh, Iden Versio from the Battlefront slash. Ooh, nice, nice. Because I think those levels are really fun and she's described as an awesome TIE fighter pilot. So why does that have to be all heroes in this list? Well, uh, spoiler for Battlefront 2, she is a hero. Uh, no, that's right. Number four, Rick Olay, prequel pilot. If you need a pilot who will point out everything around you, you want some Rick Olay. Right there is Coruscant. The whole planet's a giant city. Uh, that is my Rick Olay impression. Uh, Brock, number four. My number four, and probably the first time you're going to be like, no, that doesn't count. Harrison Dula for the Rebel, the Rebels series. Does that count? Spoiler, my number three, Harrison Dula. Uh, boom, <laughs> Absolutely. Boom, boom, because boom. She's, not, she's not mainstream, a mainstream character. No, like she's not yep. theatrical mainstream Han Luke Leia, like those type of characters. The A-lister. She's a B-lister. Deserving of A-lister status? Yes, but she's a B-lister. They're just set up uh, in like, uh, what you call it? Uh, Rebels. Or sorry, no, she's in Rebels. <laughs> uh, the comic series, like Dr. Aphra, I think more than and the Star Wars one, she creates like a training school for like the Rebel pilots. Sweet. So it's like, ooh. That's cool. I love Hera. Hera's a great, she's a great pilot that's been proven. I think she beats the Fal- like Hera, uh, Han Solo or something in like one of the, it was animated. Like, my my number three is a ad that I just, because I've been watching Clone Wars again, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. There's an episode, I think it's the Mortis, or are you saying no? No, I'm saying I never even thought of Ahsoka as a pilot. Uh, Mortis, and I, like, I wouldn't say she's better than Anakin, but the Mortis episode, she's like straight up trying to fix their ship when they're trying to get away from it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot she's kind of like a mechanic. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mechanic and pilots aren't the same thing, but it's cool. Like, And I was like, yeah. Sounds like a cop-out. My, <laughs> my number two, <laughs> uh, from the Resistance animated cartoon, Baron Von Reg or whatever, I don't even know. He's the uh, red guy. He looks awesome and he can fly very well. I haven't seen the ending. I'm sure he dies. I don't care. I wish he was in the movie. That's right, JJ. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is snap wexley yes but- <laughs> snap uh, was originally on my list and then he got knocked out for ricola yeah uh my number one is he's a lesser known pilot one of the best <laughs> in the galaxy he's a racer predating pod racing yeah. uh, i believe he raced in a on the planet bunta in the droids animated cartoon his name is jan tosh uh, and he jan. is he is the great <laughs> he's from the droids cartoon he's in four episodes of droids oh he God. was c-3po's owner for four episodes and r2's <laughs> owners 3po and r2 uh, for four episodes jan tosh lucasfilm if you're listening bring tosh back big tosh cannon yeah uh that reminds me because i've been like i said i've been rewatching. Uh, Clone Wars and there's a part where like 3PO does that throwaway line that he does over and over again it's like I was the the translator for the highest blah 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 and I'm sort of thinking like when are they gonna finally figure out where exactly 3PO's been a million times you know what I mean I, honestly, I mean the, just saying like oh he's with Anakin or Padme yeah. and they're like oh we'll lend you our droid or whatever during the Clone Wars See, I like- but I think that be interesting i like my theory on the droids cartoon being made canon in that after his memory was wiped bail organ is like we have to give this droid actual memories now and they <laughs> throw him out on the in the universe with r2 so that if he ever gets interrogated by the empire he'll be like well uh, jan tosh was my yeah. owner and and so he yeah. has those so again lucasfilm oh. you can make droids canon put it on disney plus let's go <laughs> my number one I had it in my head. What was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, rest in peace. Not Neil Diamond, but Nian Nub. Oh! I mean, he was co-pilot, but whatever. Okay, he's a I mean, pilot. He doesn't count. He's like the new version. He's the new wedge. He's the new wedge for like. Yeah, I guess the, so, yeah. He kind of just is there all the time. And so you know, if he dies in the book, is he really dead? No one ever really dies. It's in the. It's no in one's the, ever really. In, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> always with you, James. I love that. You know, he doesn't get enough respect for coming back in the sequel trilogy either. Like he's there. You know, everyone yeah. complains. Akbar should have been Holdo and blah blah blah. No, no, no. By the way, is Holdo a pilot? Because that maneuver was pretty awesome, and she should probably be on our list. Like it's everyone's like, oh, you're Mary Sue, you can like not fly. I like, I think that's just a thing in the galaxy. Everyone kind of understands how a but ship. But if she's works. a pilot, I have to put her on my list because the Holdo maneuver is awesome. <laughs> it only works once, James. <laughs> I love that. Why can't we do it? Because it only works once. Why? Why? Crashing another ship into another ship? That's <laughs> that only works once. Are you sure? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just maybe say it's kind of a dumb plan, unless it's your last resort, which it was for Holdo. Speaking of yeah. speaking of last resorts, this has been our last hundred and fifty sixth episode <laughs> next week it'll be 157 157 where Damn. how do we where, when do you come back we need to figure out when we're going to record <laughs> when do you come back oh, when, when are well, we, we can do it next saturday oh uh sh- okay. we do it live wednesdays Buck. let's just yeah okay. keep the dream alive <laughs> all right saturday it is um anyway guys thanks so much for uh watching for listening again you can listen on uh what are they? Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Stitcher, Stitcher Spotify. Wherever you get fine podcasts. Wherever you get your fun podcasts. And also give us a rate and a review because uh, yeah. that works out pretty well. We have five ratings, Brock, <laughs> on iTunes. What are they? Five stars. <laughs> five five-star five reviews. Stars. Yep. Uh, your mom is a huge fan. We both know this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, now that I've shown her how to like use her tablet with like YouTube and Netflix, she does watch it to the point that when she's like, I watched your podcast and there was someone else on and you weren't there. I was like, that's not the <laughs> That's like whatever garbage. I mean, she subscribed to our thing. So it's like, it's whatever garbage but those other is she dummies a, are doing. Is she a Patreon or what? No. <laughs> My goal for 2020 is to get your mom to be a my dad would totally do that just so he could be on. Oh my god! Did you? It was my father's birthday. Oh, that was amazing. Birthday, Frank, and he we I video called him through WhatsApp, and he did that fam uh, father old person thing where he just holds it up to his face and all he sees is his yeah. nose or something like that, or he looks like this way or this way. And, oh, what did I do? He like flips the camera. I'm like, what did I just do? It's like that one time when your dad called you. James, oh my god! My like, aunt just did it last week. We spoke. Oh. It's it's, next it, level. it's brilliant. That's how adults do it. But they are our parents for a reason, so that we could teach them how to use video calls yeah. on the reg. All right, 156. You got to get to the airport. I have got to get to a bag of popcorn. Not, not really. I just I have nowhere to go. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel Scum! Hey Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.